Hey, this is Chris from Warfect. Uh, you're listening to Brutally Dis- Delicious. And uh, thank you very much. Hey, you are listening to the Brutally Delicious podcast. I'm Bruce. I'm Chris. And I'm feeling a little thrashy. Hell yeah. And you know why? Because we're going to be chatting with Chris from Warfect. These guys are from somewhere in Sweden, I believe. And man, this is some heavy, thrashy, I don't know how else to explain it. Well, I was just listening to uh, their single, Pestilence. Mm -hmm. And the way I'll describe this single is, imagine if early Metallica met Power Trip and had a baby. Wow, that's quite a, an interesting analogy, or however you want to say it. Hey, for some reason, I'm not able to add him. Hold on. Okay. I just had him. I've been talking to him. Why won't it add? Hi there. Oh, good. There you are. How are you, man? Yes. Bruce Moore here. That's my partner, Chris. Hi. Oh, hi. Hello. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. How are you doing tonight? Great. How are you? Loving so, the right. warm weather. That's what I'm saying. What's it like over there in Sweden? Is it cold? Uh, yeah, it's getting colder for sure. Yeah. We're going for the winter now. So, yeah. What's the yeah. virus situation like over there? Is it pretty under control or is it out of, is it like the U.S.? Well, uh, we thought it was under control, but as a lot of other countries were, were seeing a lot of a surge in, in, uh, uh, especially in, 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 in bigger cities, yeah. uh, getting a lot, a lot of, a lot of more cases, uh, than before. It, so it's, it's more like the situation was back, uh, in the spring. Right. That's about what we're getting to now here too. How does yeah. that, so with that being the case, how is it, this is your fourth record specter of devastation. How was it different and how, what were the hurdles you had to overcome to try and release a record in the middle of this nonsense? Well, the record was uh, recorded like in, in January or February this year. Oh, so um, we were expecting a release maybe uh, during the summer uh, at best or, or at least uh, late summer in August. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we hope to, to be able to follow that up with some kind of tour or, or uh, something like that. But since the, the virus hit in, in February or, or March, um, everything changed. Uh, yeah. And uh, actually, when we recorded the the uh, album in, in January, uh, we didn't have a label. So we didn't know how or when to release it. Uh, we just hoped for the best. And we were looking, of course. And then signed to Napalm Records in the summer. Um, and, and because of the, the virus... Among other things, uh, they decided to to postpone the release or actually set it uh, uh, in November. So, so the the release date is is November th- the thirteenth. Right. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Are you, Chris? You there? I'm here. You got anything? You want me to keep going? No, keep going. Are you uh, doing anything differently now, like as far as interacting with your fans online or doing live streams since nobody's playing any shows? Well. Yes and no. Uh, we we are doing different things be, because we haven't been that active 
uh, creating content before. But since the deal with Napalm, uh, that kind of changed everything. So now, now we're trying to be more active and, and we're trying to, to produce more content. Uh, and of course, we're looking into to, uh, doing some live streams um, instead of actually um, when, we're, when we're not able to, to perform uh, the usual way we're as all the other artists looking for, for doing live streams and stuff. Uh, but we haven't done any live streams yet, uh, and we're uh, thinking of doing the uh, the release gig in November. Uh, maybe that's going to be our first uh, live stream. As a live stream. stream. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I know yeah. the logistics are probably pretty hard. I've seen some really good ones, and then I've seen some really bad ones. So I guess you have to don't want to do it unless you can get it right. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's really difficult. Um, so we're going to try out the the equipment, and we'll see. And if we're, we'll, we'll decide not to to do it uh, as a live stream, we'll film everything. We'll, we'll record, set up all the the uh, uh, the sound recording uh, equipment, and uh, we'll probably release it as a uh, as a live show uh, one week later or something like that on YouTube. Um, and then we'll we'll be able to to like edit it with different. You know, multicam footage and some cool stuff. Maybe, right. maybe we can uh, film the, the the crowd uh, drinking beer and you know a lot of more stuff than we're will be able to do with a live stream because yeah. Yeah, are bars in Sweden open f- at full capacity right now? Well, they are open, um, but um, they do have restrictions. So. Uh, I don't know about full capacity, but uh, some places do accept a pretty large number of people, but then they have to follow these restrictions. So it's like you have to to uh, be seated. You can be a maximum uh, X number of people uh, in a group, and you have to, to order at the table. And there is no bar ordering and a lot of other stuff. So, so it's open, but... Uh, yeah, with restrictions. Okay, on a on a on a good note, I was just on your Facebook page, and yeah. where did you get the idea to make beer coasters as merch? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I I don't know who who pitched that idea, but but we thought it was a cool idea to try out a few coasters for ourselves because we wanted coasters. Uh, Oh, that would be a cool thing and then we thought maybe we can do it uh, to get a few ourselves and then we can you know stick one or two uh, in each uh, merch order uh, but then we thought well maybe people want to buy this like a pack of coasters uh, <laughs> we decided to do it <laughs> uh, like a merch thing like a four pack of coasters and, and people actually like it so it's a pretty cool thing. It's very <laughs> cool, man. I was just like, this is the most unique idea that I've seen from in a long time for merch. Like, and and just the way you advertise it too, you're like, I- I- you need some place to put your beer down, and all it is is a picture of a beer going coaster to coaster. <laughs> but in in times like this where bands are suffering and any bit helps, that's kind of a cool little marketing. 
Yeah, you need to, you need to think outside the box. So so we need to create stuff. We need to create content. We need to create new merch. We need to think of new ways to to get out there. And we're not a new band, but for most people, we're a new band. Most people haven't heard about us. And then we need to do things maybe a little differently uh, to get out there. Uh, we need to reach a lot of people and we need to to do it fast <laughs> yeah i mean so getting back to this whole releasing in this you know in the pandemic era you've done three records and this is a whole lot different How, where do you see the music business falling on the other side of this uh pandemic it's obviously really gonna have hope... to reinvent right yeah yeah unfortunately i think it will be affected by this for a long long time i really hope that that someday, um, in a not too far distant future, we can uh, look back on on this uh, as as an incident um, that may maybe maybe the outcome uh, maybe it brings some positivity or m- some positive things uh, in the end. But. Um, as of now, it's 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 really bad for musicians, artists, and even actors. You know, a lot yeah. of people is, is really suffering from this. So I like this. Really yeah, you're you're hundred percent right, and I like to think that you know it's resilient, and everybody's kind of working, and the technology's there. I think it's going to turn into something really good, but something very different than we're used to—a whole different model. Yeah, that's what I hope, at least. So, so it's hard to imagine all these stadium concerts. Yes. So, so, so I don't know how they are going to approach those ones, or or even festivals. I have no idea. I just uh, wonder if once people get vaccinated, will everyone just rush back, or will people still be kind of hesitant to gather? Will there still be that in in embedded fear in in them? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I think a lot of people is 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 going to rush out to the first possible event because uh, they they <laughs> they really need to, to to do something to meet people to to watch mu- live music uh, uh, and an equal amount of people is probably going to be hesitant and and I don't know. I don't know. It, it it's 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 still a lot of questions regarding uh, if if you will still be immune after getting the virus. Yeah, and I think those questions about the the virus mutating and stuff it's going to to it's going to to make people hes- hesitant. I I think because if you if you had it and you you've been affected by it, you don't probably don't want to get it again. Yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, have, uh, I have no idea, but it's a, a scary situation. On a more positive note, I was just listening to Pestilence. And yep. as soon as I heard it, I was like, holy shit, this is kicking my ass. First of all, it reminded me of if Metallica and Power Trip met and had a baby that was more modern. <laughs> how, how, how did you end up doing like thrash metal? Well, it's been an evolution. 
because when we released our first record in 2009, depicting uh, the Macabre, it was nothing like the the albums that followed. So that was like B-tuned, uh, clean vocals, uh, slower music, uh, and it, it sounds nothing like the the uh, the, the uh, album coming after uh, Exoneration Denied. So then we sort of had found our our sound, I think. So so we were we, on the first record. We were still looking, and uh, on the following record, Exoneration Denied, we we it felt like we had really found our style, I think. And it was a lot more thrash, um, thrashy. And that's probably because that's the music we've listened to a lot growing up. So, so it's, it's, it's music we like, and that's, that's probably why it turned out to be <laughs> thrash metal in the end. <laughs> and we, yeah. So. Very cool. Bruce, do you got anything else? I don't. I just want to thank you for taking the time. I really appreciate it. And we're, we're jamming this record for sure. In fact, Chris was like, "I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to get on the interview, and I'm still jamming this record." It's <laughs> <Yeah, that's> a <laughs> true story. <laughs> so you got some fans here for sure. We dig it, and I really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, sure, no problem. Thank you very stay, much. Stay okay. safe and good luck with the record. Hey, this is Chris Swinney, formerly of the Ataris and currently host of That One Time on Tour, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Have you ever wondered what it's really like on the road? The highs can be euphoric, but the lows can be crushing. Join me every week as I chat with industry pros about what it's like living out their wildest dream and, in some cases, their worst nightmare. Past guests of the show include members of NoFX, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and more. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.